everybody. I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your device. Have we ever been like together on that? When we were in person. That seemed pretty good, but also I wasn't paying attention because I was distracted by all the, the the email that we just got just this very moment. We have so we have too we many good email emails. right we now. Just now. <gasps> There's too many good the emails. Psychic. I went Wait, to check our it? email inbox, but my thumb used its muscle memory to take me to my work email inbox. <laughs> Wait, who emailed us right now? Um, her name is Robin. Robin, you're psychic. Wow. Wow, job, and a Robin. great subject line. Vampire cat, Robin. Well chosen. Love Whoa. it. We're going to read it since we're here. So she spelled Maya's name with an I in the middle instead of a Y, which is how my sister Maya spells her name. So this kind of <laughs> threw me off right here. <laughs> she says, I finally decided to email you because dot, 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 side parts are everything. Yes. I also yeah. recall zigzag parts from going, growing up in the 90s could never master a good zag, though. Listeners, Melissa sent us. Was it over? It was a couple of days ago, I think. Yeah, it, one of those old. Um, you would watch the, the word commercial. commercials. Yeah, <laughs> what's the word commercial? If forgot what a commercial was. Right, the infomercial, but like it was, it's for a hair parter where you could do zigzags, and it was like you can do curly s's, whatever you dream, you can be. <laughs> if you can make a part, you can make art. <laughs> that's incredible post that video somewhere anyway <laughs> i was like listen gen z out here being like middle parts middle parts they're gonna bring back the zigzag part here soon and i will actually be for that but also we already did that so like <laughs> get out of here get out of here get out of here a surprising amount of feedback about parts um for now i will read you robin's question for us which is can you suggest other quote emotionally compelling vampire books who better to ask than you three oh my god so great robin yes i can (laughs) the coldest girl in cold town by holly black is it holly black i always confuse her with cassandra clare yeah Uh, you're correct as holly black yeah. The Coldest Girl in Cold Town by Holly Black. That book fucking slaps. Check it out. Um, the series that we've mentioned approximately one, one billion, billion times. times. <laughs> a Discovery of Witches. It has witches in the title, but it's also a vampire book. Right. By Deborah Harkness. Dope. Slaps. Well, let's see. What else? What other vampire? Okay. Melissa? I got, well, I was super obsessed with Vampire Diaries, which isn't not Vampire the book. Diaries. Somebody else show. wrote to us about vampire diaries i want to say robin since we just saw your email obviously we haven't read your blog post yet but we'll read it well don't worry i fucking loved vampire diaries i was obsessed with that show oh yeah i want to hear it was adriana are they stefan or damon good old adriana mentioned vampire diaries i only accept team stefan it's chaos and i'm only like nine episodes into the first season <laughs> the first season is wild <laughs> <laughs> mainly though i'm just baffled by the similarities to twilight and i know this was a book series first but i have no experience with it so i don't know who borrowed from who but steph the book Stephon, series was right? a series first stuff before twilight has big Stephon. edward energy what with the animal blood and wanting to eat the girl he likes and you know the hair <laughs> it was also a moment that was eerily similar to the how long have you been 17 a while scene from twilight oh, yeah. most importantly though why are confederate vampires a trend it costs zero dollars to just not do that zero yeah but like they're the you know kind of, like i think at least i think damon was the confederate like vampire i don't know i watched correct me but damon it was also kind of like the evil vampire okay so, like, but was he sexy Yes. Yeah, he was, damn it. Yeah, but all vampires are evil and sexy. That's evil their and thing. Sexy. I don't know why that's a thing. Yeah, we can talk about it because it also comes up in a discovery of witches. Um <laughs> Ooh, I haven't gotten there. Um Marcus. Oh fight. I haven't some... learned it yet. I haven't learned it yet. I okay. haven't learned it yet. Yeah. Anyway. I guess it's like if you're going backwards in America. Right. There's not drama. much that you can talk about in america right because we just like got here we don't have that many wars that took place here 
Oh, oh, I thought you were theorizing on why vampires are sexy, not why <laughs> vampires are a thing. I was like, I don't know. Is there something in like human nature where we find blood inherently? Like, mm, I don't know. Let me think. That'll about be a fun that. topic. <laughs> I feel like we've tried to address and we still haven't gotten super. Um, okay. I also did want to bring up, I don't know if the series is still around by Melissa De La Cruz the blue blood series oh my god right because it was also it was also like vampires but plus like reincarnation it was dope um but why do you need reincarnation if there's immortal vampires well that's the thing is they're not immortal immortal like you know like you know you can kill a vampire but like they technically can come back interesting i know it was so interesting Maybe part of why Confederate vampires are a thing is because all the vampires in all the books are white men. So Ooh. if they've been in America wow. for forever, great point. Probably leads you back to excellent point. The Civil War. I also think part of it, like not to say anything about any of these authors in particular, but like there are a lot of people in the country who valorize the confederacy yeah right um, now yeah today. actively yeah. <laughs> which we would like to publicly say is bad publicly denounce <laughs> yeah we don't like that um <laughs> maya myself speaking is black um we don't like the confederacy nah i'm i'm white i i also hate the confederacy i'm a whitey and i stand against <laughs> oh, it oh white. <laughs> Uh, we also got a lot of corrections this week. What? I love what? that you guys really came through for us. <laughs> Thank no, God I we don't, don't have to remember this. stuff because you'll just remember it for us. Wait, it depends on what it is. It's a, I was like, what would happen if a vampire bit a wolf? <laughs> and multiple people wrote in and they were like, uh, the books say the wolf would die. <laughs> it's bad for the oh, wolf. Wait. Okay, well, y'all, it's we haven't gotten that, but that it doesn't far. necessarily kill them. Wait, fuck, which email is this? <laughs> CJ sent one. Oh, yeah. CJ. Trusty CJ. Okay. <gasps> I just saw the photo. I didn't see this before. What's a photo of? Put okay, it okay, I'll get there. I'll get there. First, okay. the correction from CJ. An exception to the, this rule is vampire venom about shapeshifter wolves. In a werewolf system, whether in his human or wolf form, Venom does not begin the process of transformation into a vampire. Rather, it acts as a poison that retards the healing abilities of the werewolf. Venom alone will not generally kill a healthy werewolf. However, in combination with other injuries, it can be fatal. Okay, and for children of the moon werewolves, because remember, the Quileutes aren't allowed to just be werewolves like everybody else is a werewolf. One advantage the remember. werewolf has in both his human and animal forms is immunity to vampire venom both the transformative properties and the what? pain producing qualities wait i completely there are different werewolves so they're just immune yeah so the quileutes are uh children of the moon and that's why they're shapeshifters into wolves because of their lineage but also there's like quote-unquote regular werewolves just out oh. in the world oh. who aren't the quileutes wait but oh. wouldn't they be the children of the moon werewolves regular werewolves are full moon werewolves right Ooh, maybe you're right oh yeah shapeshifter wolves you're right i had it backward i had it backward what? don't send in any corrections We've <laughs> never correct me ever the thing is is that we all have twilight down pat and we like have <laughs> new moon pretty good eclipse pretty yeah. fuzzy breaking dawn completely What's that thing where you like make yourself forget about it? Repressed. repressed. Breaking down completely <laughs> repressed. Okay, and then I just have to throw in uh, this photo. The reason that there's a photo attached to this email is this great hot take. Edward mentions feeling bloated with blood because of how much he's been feeding. Oh. And if you think about it, most animals that feed on blood expand when they eat ticks, leeches, mosquitoes, oh. vampire bats. Like the pick included, like trigger warning for gross maybe. Then why like doesn't it. Edward have a huge distended stomach all the time? Ew. 
And the attached picture uh, is a little vampire bat with a very distended, gross little round stomach. But like it's little like appendages so happy. are out. Like, yeah. It looks so happy. It's his like mouth grinning. is open. I don't okay. I love bats, but I really didn't like that that picture I got of like ticks and and Edward being a tick and um, Edward is just a tick. Ew. I it's the only thing that. that makes sense because you know we've discussed how he consumes too much blood volume for the size of his body <laughs> that's right he just gets puffy and bloated Ew. uh cj sent another correction which i believe someone else also noted <laughs> which is we were like are there wolves yet and multiple people who knew the timeline yeah. better than us let us know yes yes that was the other correction CJ says Sam, Jared, and Paul were already wolves by this point. I think it's mentioned in Eclipse. It happened to Sam two years before Bella came to Forks, around the same time the Cullens arrived. It's weird that Billy doesn't think about that when he's around Edward, but New Moon otherwise couldn't have happened. So, all right, maybe this should mean, but then New Moon couldn't have happened. I don't know, but you guys get it. I get it. Thank you for telling us. Otherwise, never correct me ever again. Um, I like learning, so please continue to send in the things that sometimes I feel like like a fake fan because I forget <laughs> shit like that. We can only keep so much in our but heads. There's only so much space. A lot of it is taken up by Harry Potter trivia, if I'm gonna be so honest. True. So true. Can't get rid you of know. that. What are you gonna do? You're emotionally attached. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, in there. So we have a lot more emails, but that's all we have time for this week. Thank you for all your emails. You're all great yeah can't wait for next week um i also love that many normally people don't answer the question but several people wrote in to give us cat names so we'll read more of those next time and we have a very um poor survey of people's ages and whether they say instagram or insta or gram apparently i was like really off on my info that anyone says the gram Which, like, fair, but also now I'm totally going to start saying the gram. Like, just ironically, only the you know, cool kids say the gram now. Ironically say the gram. All right, here we go. Who here we go. It? Is it my week? I think it might be my I week. I have it's no idea. It's not mine. I now keep track of exactly when it's my time to edit and when it's my time to recap, and I know for a fact it's not me today. I'm actually I'm kind sure of surprised me. that I have not accidentally caught on to this pattern like there's only three of us yeah I, and normally i that's just the kind of thing that i just notice it matters to like me a who lot i go after or whatever but i literally never have any idea when it's gonna be my turn <laughs> i think i'm after olivia i, I, think. I have no idea yeah no you are <laughs> so listeners this is chapter 16 the knot and chapter uh, 17 uh, chapter 17, Confessions. Um, this better be good. It's the meadow. It's the, the meadow, meadow scene. I didn't read That's it. That's my read. It was so good. It was no. so good. No. It was great. That's your whole recap. <laughs> I said I it's it. the meadow scene. That's my recap. Um, okay, well, I didn't read it, so I need more. You remember this. I read the meadow scene. You remember okay. this. Part. Okay, oh. I'll give Melissa more, yeah. but I don't know. Read me separately on the two different recaps. <laughs> um, so the knot, he thinks a lot about how this is like inevitable and this is like a big challenge that they must overcome. They drive out to the meadow and like start hiking. They talk about their clothes, whatever. Um, confessions, <laughs> they get there. He steps out into the sun and she's like you're so beautiful and he's like no bella i'm a monster why aren't you scared of me and she's like i could never be scared of anything so beautiful in all of my days (laughs) um which is inaccurate dialogue um which i acknowledge uh and he's like all right all right you know what i can do this i'm not gonna kill her that's my promise to myself okay so i can't think about her too much because then i might accidentally kill her um so i'm gonna count the fucking insects (laughs) by listening to them 
and I can tell what fish are jumping out of the stream over there by the amount of water displaced they displace. <laughs> when they land, which by the way makes no sense whatsoever. Because <laughs> fish of different species can be roughly the same, the same weight. size. Yeah. And that is an accurate representation of exactly what's in the chapter <laughs> yeah and that was accurate um, i love that i'm so glad we didn't keep it at it was the meadow that was great um there is a little more which is that there's there's some legitimate um emotional angst that i at least found angst. very compelling um he doesn't kill her a lot All of right. iconic lines they go back to the car they kiss edward nearly kills her right then <laughs> but he's just like flying high so he doesn't and that's what happens <laughs> oh and there are some flashbacks oh um i give you know what i give you two eight and a halves thank you oh was this two separate chapters no she said grade me separately on the two different recaps oh because the first one was the meadow yeah, yeah. oh okay i got it now that you've explained it i get it um i give you <laughs> i give you uh uh two and then a ten. Oh, whoa is that decent average first 10 <laughs> yeah. that was really funny <laughs> thank you <laughs> i'm oh. honored <laughs> i feel like i should have an award <laughs> okay but your average was extremely not a 10 so yeah, yeah but that still whatever <laughs> the thing about the chapter called the knot is that the knot does not happen in this chapter called the knot Bella first, through it. first edward is in her room and charlie comes all the way into her room and edward's Fully like inside i'm not worried about it i'm sitting in the corner very still <laughs> i can't handle that <laughs> it was absurd i'm invisible um <laughs> and then he you know, he's just like waiting for her to wake up so that he can go pick her up for their date. Um, yeah, and- so like that whole time, you know, Bella sleeps very, very soundly. And then like, she's in a tizzy. She sleeps very, very soundly. Then she wakes up, she's in a tizzy. And like, and you know, it's that whole dramatic morning. He's just fucking like sitting in a tree waiting to walk <laughs> up listening. to the door. I was like, what and a he's letdown. like, I'm here early, but like, what if she's not ready yet? I don't want to stress her out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, amazing and as he's in the tree he stresses himself out thinking about alice's vision of bella in new moon um so then when he like does go to pick her up he's like really salty because he like sat there too long and upset himself (laughs) well andy's very very worried about what she's gonna do when he when bella sees him in the sun he's convinced that that's going to be the last straw I don't know why that would be the straw when I've killed people wasn't the straw, but you that know, does whatever. come up. That comes up later, actually. <laughs> and when I want to kill you, like why isn't that the straw? But oh well. <laughs> um, so then, I don't know. They drive. Yeah, it's like most of this is exactly as you remember it. Yeah. Um. There's a great. Lo- there's there is great clothes stuff. Um. Oh, he takes he takes his sweater off. He's in the stupid sleeveless button down <laughs> collared white shirt, which Bella is wearing an exact, an exact replica, replica of. Dog. If you forgot, hers is also sleeveless. What the fuck? This <laughs> I'd never uncovered so much of my skin around anyone but my family. Saucy. <laughs> I liked, and this was nothing, just pale skin. Well, extremely pale skin, bent in a slightly inhuman way over the angularity of my inhuman musculature. What the fuck? I was like, what a weird way to say that you're absolutely fucking ripped. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, so they're walking in the woods, and we get this whole long story about Bella's fish. We find out that she had a pet pet fish. She's never had a pet dog or a pet cat. Because Renee <laughs> claimed to have allergies, but she did have a pet fish, and there's this whole thing about how she killed like three fish, so she's a fish serial killer. It was very funny. I, mean, but very I was like, oh, you guys have a lot in common. <laughs> You're both serial killers. Oh my god. 
Um, and I, my main emotion here is that I knew that this chapter was going to end as Edward stepped into the meadow, mm-hmm. and it was like, wait, we're not. It's not. It didn't have this. This chapter is right. over. Oh, How? Oh. What more could he have to say? Oh, there's another whole page and a half. Okay, no. Um, wait. Bella's already in the meadow. There's still a page left. What is he going to tell me for a whole page? <laughs> and he like thinks a lot as expected. <laughs> But I really love one of his thoughts this time. I wonder if it's one of my favorite thoughts too. Go on. I, I think you would like this. It's, I had the oddest desire to wait on her hand and foot in some socially acceptable way to show Bella that her merely existing was more than enough. I was like... <laughs> Melissa's oh, eyebrows yeah. had been wagging up and down while <laughs> Maya read that whole thing. <laughs> I love it. He's just like, I want to do... I want her to never be inconvenienced whatsoever. I will do everything for her um, because she's perfect as is. Y'all, this is why I have a complex. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also like, so as Bella is standing in the meadow, Edward mentions that like all the insects he can hear are far away and like the birds have flown away because all the larger life Oh, sorry. Insects are there, but like everything bigger has left because all the larger life knows to like stay away from him. I was like, oh my God, imagine a life where all poppies are instinctively afraid of you. No wonder he never gets to listen to birds. They can't have any pets. Wait, that's so sad. Do you think they could have cats? Speaking of vampire cats, I think a cat would like kind of figure it out. I feel well, like a cat doesn't want to hang out with anything that is an apex predator because the cat mm-hmm. thinks it's the apex predator. Yeah, this that's comes true. up in Discovery of Witches. I haven't gotten there either. Yes, oh. you have. This is in the first book. They have oh, a cat. I forgot. They have a cat, and the cat loves Matthew the vampire. Oh. I, mean, I, I like totally it. forget that. Edward will never know the true joy of a cat like putting its paws on you and kneading you and it kind of hurts but you can't push it away because it's too no. cute. <laughs> it's true. The cat would be like, that's a rock. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I need a rock? <laughs> All right, then Edward gets brave and he steps into the sun. Done. Yay, done. Okay. The beginning of this chapter. This feels like it should be burned into my brain. When you when you make this transition in Twilight, do you remember what happens? I think it's something like Bella's like there was nothing like Edward in the sun, or yep. like Edward in the sun was right. stunning, or like something like that. Are they already sitting down? It? Yes, in Twilight or here? Yes, in Twilight. Yeah, oh. I'm I'm ninety percent sure because I remember reading this and there's no, some new she's not, they're not dialogue. already sitting. Because there's like the she has to like walk slowly. She walk around him. Whose twilight is closest to them? I really want to know. Mine is on that show. Oh, mine's in another room. So Mine's all right, too. it's me. Maya it's loses. BRB. <laughs> Don't say anything too funny. <laughs> I didn't think funny, that was going to be like a real thing. Like who's I mean, who's closest, and then. <laughs> um, because now I I'm pretty sure they weren't already sitting. I think that might be a movie thing. Is that a movie thing? No. 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 My big honkin' Twilight slash Life and Death edition. <laughs> okay. So the reason that I ask is because the beginning of this chapter is like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and it reminds me a lot of reading Life and Death, and it does not remind me of reading Twilight. So what mm-hmm. happens in Midnight Sun is that she yells Edward and she's running straight at him on a collision course and thinks that he's dying. Oh, it's Edward in the sunlight was shocking. I couldn't get used to it. Blah, blah, blah. He lay perfectly still in the grass. So yeah, they're already sitting. Slightly summarized. Yeah, so this kind of feels like, um, so if you guys didn't listen to our Life and Death episodes, in Life and Death, it felt like sort of like retconned, like I need to convince you that sparkling vampires are actually like scary and terrifying instead of all Mm -hmm. of you thinking that they just have body glitter on. And like bare minimum she, right that they aren't silly it's not a silly spark <laughs> right yes and like connecting it to the the sun burning vampires myth so she tries to convince you that a glittering vampire looks like a vampire who's on fire 
I wrote Katniss vibes. I don't buy. Does it make sense? I don't buy it. Not but, at all. Right. But I'm very glad that we confirmed that because this was so unfamiliar. Yeah. <laughs> um, I in, I enjoyed seeing more of this scene. I liked that we had some new dialogue in such a pivotal moment. Yeah. It was, it was cool. I like the the phrase where okay so Bella says that he's beautiful and he's like it's very strange though amazing she corrected you aren't repulsed by my flagrant lack of humanity I was like ooh that would have been on an icon would have struggled to get those long words in there but like that that would have been one you know what else would have been her response which is I'm feeling like humanity is pretty overrated. Like yeah, how yeah. like random girl is that? Yes. So random. It's so good. <laughs> but it does make sense, I guess, because he's so obsessed with what this moment will be like because he thinks that it'll be the moment and then it's not because she's overwhelmed by his beauty. I also think it makes sense from a practical standpoint because if you're Stephanie this is the most pivotal scene in the book to you like it's the dream scene it's you know just like very iconic and if I were revisiting I would want to write more of the scene that I enjoyed the most as well like yeah spend more time there what the heck and that we do we should. We should. Sure as Maya said, so I interpreted this as like it's not that he doesn't want to think about Bella, it's that he wants to convince himself that he won't kill her, even if he's the most distracted he could possibly be. So he's like, okay, I'm gonna lie right next to her and be touching her and also see if I can do all of these mental gymnastics and still not kill her. He's basically like, what the heck? We're already taking risks. I'm just going to see how far I can push it. And yeah, kind still of. come out of this. Because he's like, are we through the knot yet? Was that the knot? And he's like, no, I don't think that was the knot. Guess Let I'll me do some farther. mental gymnastics first. Uh, he thinks a lot about her blood in this moment. Yeah. And this passage was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> he talks about it like gushing and throbbing and like her arteries pulsing. And I was like, sir? this is inappropriate that doesn't sound appetizing no you know like it's supposed to be appetizing right from his perspective it should be it should be described as delicious right that's just that's what i want like she could talk about how warm it seems you know but I, i don't know um so they do that for 2364 of her heartbeats I did the math, listeners. Yep. Your heart beats roughly 80 beats a minute. So that's about a half an hour. It's like 28 and a half minutes. Good job, Stephanie. Somebody did some math. That's right. That or it just happened to work out. (laughs) Um, And then he's like, ooh, okay, a little awkward. So we've now just been sitting in the silence for a long time. So how do I, how do I go back to the talking? Rough not sure is this where he sings oh yeah he does sing (laughs) well he doesn't yeah he doesn't sing so much as um think about tunes i'd heard walking past the open door of a bar peculiar family lullabies lisped by children in their cradles as i ran by in the night discarded attempts by the music students writing their theater projects in the buildings adjacent to my college classroom i mouthed through the verses quickly noting all the reasons each was doomed to failure (laughs) i know that the sentence like the doomed to failure refers to the theater projects but i was like here's why your family's lullaby sucks (laughs) it's doomed to failure yeah it sounds like it does apply to all of them i agree (laughs) and then she's like you say something and he's like oh yeah i can't get out of this so he's like oh just singing to myself (laughs) (laughs) math that he does is like so extra so so extra as i continued to classify i added calculation if there were currently 4,913 insects in the area of the meadow, which was roughly 11,035 square feet, uh, how many insects on average would exist in the 1,400 square miles of the Olympic National Park? What if the insect populations dropped to 1% for each 10 feet of elevation? 
I brought up in my head a topographic map of the park and started computing numbers. It's so stupid. All right. What the fuck? <laughs> that's wild. Like, that's so next level. Like, this is supposed to be, like, the most romantic and pinnacle <laughs> moment in the book. Like, I... He's being practical. He's got to test himself. Okay, if you were trying to write the scene and you're like, okay, what's the most distracting thing that Edward could think to himself? <laughs> like, I don't even know. I don't even know what I would come up with. But it's not this. I feel like... If I were writing the scene and I were trying to come up with like <laughs> the biggest test, it would be like imagining killing her. Like, well, he, he gets did. to that. Yeah, so I just wouldn't do any of this. <laughs> and I would just do the can you sit next to her <laughs> and imagine giving in to this desire and not do it. Yeah, that's a good idea. She got there eventually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whenever. I try to distract myself. I just think about different SpongeBob episodes. <laughs> like rewatch an entire movie in his head. So this is the part where Bella like tries to like lift Edward's hand and he <gasps> yeah. flips it really fast and Bella gasps because she's surprised and Edward's like, oh, I realized my mistake. I got too comfortable. I moved like a vampire instead of a human. And I was like, I mean, look, she was momentarily surprised, but she knows. She saw you jump across the fucking parking lot to save her life. Like, she knows you're not regular. <laughs> Still, like, new and interesting. Then... um, He says that I was a little heavier than I looked. Yeah, this is the part that I thought that you were going to comment on. Yeah, which is she picks up his hand and he's like, I carefully calculated exactly how much to move at the exact right speed so that she wouldn't know that she can't lift my hand. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is he made of? I do not understand the physics of vampires. Things. He, like, gets in a car and the car is able to, like, move oh, him. Good like- point, Melissa. <laughs> The a, a Volvo can support the weight of himself and truck. his siblings. I wonder how much they weigh. Like, if you just put Edward on a scale, like, what? I know. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, how dense are you? <laughs> I feel like he said <laughs> at one point previously that he he's like, you know, he weighs more than you'd expect, but not yeah, that guess. he was like a black Not enough hole. that you like calculate. Not enough that she can't lift her his hand. How does he put it? How does he put it? <laughs> It would take quite a bit of effort for her to heft even just my hand without my help. So that's not like, I thought it would be too weird if my arm was so heavy. That was like, it might be kind of hard for her to lift my arm. So I should lift it for her. I should lift it for her. Her fragile little bird bones can't support the weight. We at no at no other time get any indication of them being particularly no. heavy. And I, I guess think... it helps explain like how they can like throw shit as well as they do, you know, like and how but they what can about like the speed. It should it really slow is. them down. Well, they're just so powerful that so... oh, I forgot, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like how we keep trying to prescribe logic to something that's it's magic. <laughs> it's it's speculative okay fiction. but here's the thing about magic you need an internally consistent it's system, system for the logic of your magic it doesn't yeah, have to be possible in our world right but it but- has to have internal logic that coheres mm-hmm. over time as you explain more things <laughs> you're correct but we just got a brand new book about something that we've already gotten before and we got more information that doesn't make sense so <laughs> but it's pretty fun okay so um, they are like a tick yeah. their weight would depend on how much blood is inside of them. although if you're that heavy then drinking a lot of blood we'll might not blood make blood that much of a difference <laughs> Because blood has a predetermined weight. It doesn't change when they consume it. Like, if you drink, like, 30 pounds worth of blood, but you weigh, like, a thousand pounds, (laughs) how how much does it really matter? Yes. Oh, my God, I hate this. (laughs) So then they, like, have, you know, this moment where 
Bella's face is like too close to Edward's and she's not disgusted by him. And so Edward freaks out and he like runs away from her. Okay, the reason that he runs away from her is this. Okay, so imagine you're back in the Twilight Meadow. You're Bella. You're you're so overcome. You're Mm -hmm. about to kiss Edward. This is Mm -hmm. what happens while your eyes are closed. I've imagined it many times. Venom flooded my mouth. (laughs) My free hand moved of its own volition to seize her. My jaws wrenched open as she leaned in to meet me. So he's doing this like monstrous, like grabby open mouth thing. Grabby open mouth thing. (laughs) And then he runs away. Oh, he would have so much fun. <laughs> I so as silly as that is, I found this line very compelling. He's talking about how, like, right before that happened, he was completely in control. And then he came so close to killing her. And so he's basically like, How am I supposed to do this? He says, if I couldn't feel the edge, couldn't see the trigger, how could I ever protect her from myself? Mm -hmm. I was like, that is compelling. Like, Mm -hmm. when there are no warning signs of the terrible thing about to happen, how Mm -hmm. do you prevent the terrible thing? And he can't stay away from her. That much has been proven. So he, this person who typically is always in control is completely helpless. Love it. And he hears Bella in his brain being like, but you, but you did do it. You ran away. You didn't do anything. But he's like, how do I know? She's like, because you didn't. Yeah. And she's just like. I mean, her logic doesn't make sense, but it works. (laughs) Did I say Alice? Did I say Bella? You said Bella, but you're thinking Alice. I meant Alice. Yeah. So this is when, actually, no, it's not. I started to say this is Edward's temper tantrum, but the temper tantrum comes right after this oh I hated the temper tantrum he goes over to her and he's like my bad I am so very sorry would you understand what I meant if I said I was only human and she and then it like he starts to marinate on that and how close she came to dying and how like he starts thinking about every part of him is like conspiring against him to lure her to her death and he just gets so frustrated and then it kind of goes off the rails and he's like I'm the world's best predator aren't I and that's when he throws his temper tantrum okay but isn't it wouldn't you throw a temper tantrum if you were thinking to yourself about how all of my love and yearning and hope were crumbling to dust a thousand centuries of grief stretched out in front of me I'd probably just start crying. I wouldn't rip trees out of the ground. Yeah, I would throw true. a temper tantrum for much less, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, like, ruin my board game, and I'm two seconds away from a temper tantrum, so no judgment against Edward here. I do get it. This might be more compelling than it was in Twilight. In Twilight, it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, and you're like, ooh, I don't like this. <laughs> Like here, it's been 350 pages of frustration and angst and self-doubt. So at least it's like, it feels very earned. Sure. I, I like the line that, that follows the one you just read. If I could have no happiness because I was a monster, then let me be that monster. Right. There's a part that of him that just like gives in. He's like, okay, yeah, I am going to rip trees out. Like, I'm terrible. That's what a terrible thing does. I get it. Yeah. That's true. How many times have we talked about being awful at work because, well, I, maybe how many times have I talked about being awful at work because someone thinks I'm awful at my job and you're like, yeah, I'll be bad at it. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like that, except you're a vampire and except you can- you're a vampire and you can like kill shit. Rip a limb off of a spruce without any effort at all and her- treat and nothing. 863 pounds all the way across the meadow at a particular knot in another tree that you might accidentally oh. kill. This part made me so sad. <laughs> For the tree? Yeah! It didn't do anything. You know how they say like scientists can when you like cut a stem 
they have special listening devices that can like hear the plant yelling do you think edward's special vampire ears (laughs) can like hear the tree trunk like no my body (laughs) i don't think so because he says i might have killed that tree but i don't know (laughs) (laughs) um right after this you know he sits back down he apologizes and just one of my favorite parts in the book so he's sitting there feeling the sun and thinking about the flowers and the gilded air uh and he feels like the gift like what a gift it is that bella is willing to forgive him after this outburst and then in the smoothest transition of all time the relief (laughs) The confusion of joy and guilt suddenly reminded me of the day I'd come home so many decades ago. And then we're in a flashback. <laughs> I was like, smooth. Well, I did right. not. Listen, we wanted flashbacks. That's what I came here for. I didn't want one in the middle of the meadow. This was going very well. I I was enjoying this a lot. And I really, really like this flashback, but I think the time is true. I'm like, why right here? Where do you guys think it should have gone? Okay, so this flashback is about how, like, after his whole murderous spree, he decided to come home to Carlisle and Esme, and he thought that he was very scared that they would reject him because he had been murdering humans, Mm -hmm. and they can see in his eyeballs that he's been murdering humans, but he comes home and all they feel is love for him. I think I would put it in the beginning when he's in Alaska. Mm-hmm. And he's deciding to mm-hmm. come back to Forks when he's like, look, I've been through this before exactly. and I didn't let it keep me from going home. Mm-hmm. Like home is where I belong. Right. Mm-hmm. I fucking I'm murdered people back. before and they took me back. So, yeah, I was going to say it's a good Carlisle and Esme tidbit intro. Like this is how much his family loves him. And this but is how tight they are. a lot are. of other places that make sense that aren't like right here. Yeah, it should go like first three chapters or like maybe somewhere in the Port Angeles scene. But it is connected to the forgiveness. And this is where he, this scene is where he finally believes Bella. Like it he's does always make thematic sense, you're right. He's always been waiting for the other shoe to drop. And like the only thing left, I guess, was her seeing him in the sunlight, even though really it's the murder stuff, which does come up. <laughs> um, and like all the shoes drop here. Mm-hmm. and there's nothing left that could really send her away after they talk about all this so do you guys want to talk about this flashback a little more i found sure. it like really touching i wrote lmao i'm so basic i'm moved oh. i was like she got me i feel the feeling she wants me to feel it's very pure yeah like i felt like it's i guess um i was slightly less moved because we already know that Carlisle and Esme are perfect and forgiving and pure right. and d- don't think that Edward could ever do anything wrong even if it's even though he people. literally kills people yeah um but it is a very pure parental love beautiful moment Edward Esme shouted with an unmistakable ring of joy in her voice That's after so all the like brooding an unmistakable ring of joy has like such a lightness to it that's true i thought it was delightful anyway <laughs> so yeah then they're like back to sitting on the ground the whole meadow scene is like them lying down edward occasionally getting up coming back getting up coming back <laughs> so now he's back they're lying down and we transition into just an iconic moment where they confess their love for each other essentially yeah it's glorious what page is that what page are we on right now it starts 356 and goes into 357 where 356 bell is like all right well i'm upset because i can't stay with you and edward takes that to mean forever Mm -hmm. um he's like I understood her clearly for once. I could hear that when she said stay, she didn't mean for this moment in the sunshine, for the afternoon or the week. She meant it in the way I wanted to say it to her. Stay always, stay forever. Cool! (laughs) My heart. And Edward's like, yeah, that sucks for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he's like, but like, don't feel bad because I really want to be with you. And then he explains the whole 
like brand of heroin thing yeah yeah um there isn't like that much more to it from his perspective and then on 359 she's like so what you're saying is i'm your brand of heroin does that happen often and then we go into it's like kind of a flashback kind of not it's a reflection it's an aside yeah it's an aside about emmett's experiences right we find out that Carlisle made them go to all the funerals of the people they killed. <laughs> it's very unclear to me how many people this is. Like, we know that, like, Edward murdered a shitload of people in, like, one period of time. And we know that, like, there are mistakes. Every victim of our mistakes and lapses. So we don't know how many people this is. I have no idea how long it's been since, like, Jasper murdered somebody. Right. Like, no clue. It probably should be kind of recent. Right. Right. Like, based on how worried they are about him, it seems Mm -hmm. like it must be recent. And they've gone to all these funerals and given given them money. He's Oh, yeah. The Cullens are like, um, well, we love to throw money at problems. So whenever we accidentally kill someone, even though money, like, won't help at all, we will throw a shit ton of money at their families anonymously. Okay, here's the thing that just, I guess you can give money anonymously, but I was just like, why would you link yourself to the murder by giving some money to people that you're unrelated to in any way? I There's, like, a support group of people who received major amounts of money after traumatic family deaths. (laughs) think about how you feel about fate like i don't want the seven hundred thousand dollars like i want my niece i keep thinking about the deleted scenes from new moon when we find out like the convoluted ways that edward tries to give this money to bella for college it's like how how did they give money to these families and were they equally convoluted probably congratulations you got a scholarship because they can't link themselves to the murders so it has to seem legit (laughs) so funny so here they okay now they finally talk about the murder thing (laughs) (laughs) and he like kind of realizes that like maybe she didn't get it like she kind of knew theoretically he realizes that she kind of feels like they're talking about her own murder right now which he didn't he like was kind of talking about that before but he's not like saying that he's gonna murder her right now so he freaks out he she says even the strongest of us fall off the wagon don't we and he's like bella don't 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 preemptively forgive me for killing you <laughs> please but she well she says what are you asking my permission oh yeah he's like no i'm i'm not gonna do it <laughs> But he can't even say it. And that's a sign that he doesn't, he's not going to. He's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. Oh, I love this part. Um, so, you know, she's like, I mean, I don't want you to kill me, but whatever. Um, and he's upset. Her expression softened while I spiraled. I tried to think of how to say goodbye in such a world that she would know how much I loved her, but not feel threatened by that love. It was like, this, this is, re- this is like, the language makes it seem very flowery mm-hmm. and whatever, but this is like really normal. Like, oh, I really like her and I don't want to scare her off. Yeah, that's true. It's really yeah. funny that there's a line in here that like really hits you that hard because they're like, this is the most intensely they talk about whether he's going to murder her or not. Right. <laughs> and yet amongst all that, he just doesn't want to scare her off with how much he loves her. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to play it cool. <laughs> Cool. This is the Two least seconds cool after he's ever you're my brand of heroin. <laughs> <laughs> and and she's like, okay, so you're not gonna kill me, but if we had met in a different way, and he's he comes clean, he's like, I almost killed you in biology that day. Like you came really, really close. And they talk about what it was like from each of their perspectives. And then this might be one of the only times that we get summarized 
Twilight dialogue for once because oh. we already know this and Edward already knows how this all went. So in Twilight, we're learning a lot about Edward's right. whole perspective of how this whole first half of the book went, but we already know that. And good old Auntie Steph finally summarizes some shit. Oh, Steph, good job. <laughs> you love it. All right, so yeah, we can kind of move ahead. Isabella, Bella. It was a pleasure just to say her name. It felt like a kind of a vowel. This is the name to which I belong. Oh. Edward is really like throughout this whole passage. We've seen a lot of him talking about how much he loves Bella, but now that he knows that she loves him back, he kind of feel it feels like he's enjoying it a little more. Yeah. Yes, you're right. That's why this chapter is nice. Yeah, reveling. He like finally believes Bella a little bit. Part of him believes her. Yeah, and finally he is able Even to if feel he joy. He's wrong. He's like she still thinks this way. So, <laughs> yeah, he says though it was impossible, we belonged together. He's like, look, I still don't think it's good, <laughs> but it's right. Yeah, it's real. You are the most important thing to me now. The most important thing to me ever. It's still I like that line. I feel in my body. Right. <laughs> It's right here. It's good the stuff. Is, um, it's like pointing right under my like rib cage. The good stuff is still good also. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. gets me just as much. Then right as you know that the um the lion and lamb line is coming, mm-hmm. he goes into this very strange aside about how Carlisle is always searching for paintings and they have Keeping to go in churches all the time. And how Carlisle remembers his childhood, which makes no fucking sense because he's like a million years old and Edward doesn't even remember right, his mother's face, which was only 80 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I forgot human things. And then the painting that he describes is not even interesting. It doesn't have a <laughs> lamb in it and it doesn't have a lion. There was a warm vulnerability to the animals depicted, an aching kind of tenderness. I was strangely moved by this kinder universe the artist had envisioned. Look, art is good and stuff, but like it's just a painting <laughs> of farm animals. This is his the better world that apparently they were living in, where a lion could be in love with a lamb and nothing's going wrong. But like, what? What? Not worth we it. Did not need a Didn't deeper need meaning behind no. this line. No. no, it was it was already plenty deep and in a better way. And it was just yeah. delaying the gratification yeah. of the stupid lamb and masochistic lion <laughs> line that we all were waiting for. So good. It's so when good. you said it just now, I literally got Ooh. chills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's so good. Iconic. Truly iconic. Okay, are we finally at the part where he thinks about murdering her? Yeah, pretty much. Then he does the thing that Maya thought would be a good idea, which is he truly allows himself to imagine what it would be like if he murdered her. The sweetness of her blood on my tongue was harder to imagine. I knew I had never experienced any blood so perfectly matched to my desire, but I was sure it would satisfy satisfy every craving I had ever known. Tall order. Tall order. Oh, okay. This is a major part. I was like, (gasps) oh! This is what Melissa's been talking about. Oh my God, yeah, yeah, you. I wrote Melissa's therapist right next to this paragraph. <laughs> I wrote exactly what Mel was saying. <laughs> OMG, is this the part where I wrote wow in, Probably. in the slide? Bottom of 370? Yeah, it is! <laughs> Do you want to read it? Okay. Um, oh, I also yeah, saw oh, yeah, 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 I remember this. Okay, so. I also saw very clearly in the moment that there was no separate monster and never had been one. Yeah, you dummy. <laughs> Keep going. That whole paragraph is good. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. 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 Eager to disconnect my mind from my desires, I had, as was my habit, personified that hated part of myself to distance it from the parts I considered me. Just as I had created the harpy to give myself someone to fight, uh, it was a coping mechanism and not a very good one. Better to see myself as the whole, bad and good, and work with the reality of it. I was like, yeah, girlfriend! I was like, Edward grew. He like, grew and changed. I was like, wow! Literally, I remember at the very beginning of this book being like, Edward, yes. 
you're not separate from this like this is you you dummy and now to have actual like reconciliation here of him being like oh my god it's it is me I was like oh my god thank god (laughs) he did it he did it he did it and like his whole reasoning here I found very convincing about how it was like while he thought that he couldn't do it it was true that like if he believed that he could be overwhelmed then maybe he could be but now that he has decided Mm -hmm. that killing her would be worse truly because he wouldn't be able to have her like it would be temporary to drink her blood but to love bella could be so much more to him that now it's impossible it made me understand Twilight so much better because there's that line where she's like, okay, but like, how did you do this? How did we get through today without you killing me? He goes, mind over matter. Like, even though That's I, like, true. He sounds so dumb when he yeah. says that in Twilight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> you like pretty much know what he means, but honestly, I never really got it. And after reading this, you understand it perfectly. It's, it's true. Like, I believed in myself. So the reality of my struggle yeah. was lessened. Exactly. I wrote in all caps, THERAPY! Exclamation <laughs> point, exclamation point. <laughs> he therapized himself, bitch. Damn! Yeah. Then he says, we were through the knot. They did it. They did it! This was so satisfying. This could have, like, she could have not pulled this off. The it's knot true. could have been like a stupid thing that made no sense that she right. added to this book, but it works very well. It fits with all the other stuff that we already knew about the meadow. Right. It's very emotionally satisfying. And I'm right. convinced, yes, you are through the knot, Edward. Exactly. Yeah, you can. Because you literally see him like at this end part grow and you're like, oh, you are different and looking at this differently than you were when you went into it. And that is the only way the knot could have been closed. Like, that's the only way that we would have been able to get through this. Wow. Oh, Melissa, I love that perspective. And it makes so much sense. Like, narratively, you cannot yeah. survive the knot unless you overcome your inner demon. Exactly. Wow. Beautiful yeah. stuff. Okay, Edward's euphoric. Edward is so happy. Edward is, like, acting a little loopy because he's so excited. He's so excited that he is so excited to run. They're going to run home because he loves running. Oh, he just loves to run so fast. <laughs> it's that energy at the sleepover when your friend's parents have like come and yelled at you guys to be quiet, but you're not being quiet because you're like, you can't stop laughing and you're just having so much fun and everything's funny and it's amazing and life is so perfect and you don't have any problems. <laughs> and then I got a little bit sad for him because he says, however, I never felt like this with my family, ecstatic, wild, every cell of my body alive in a new electric way. Being with Bella intensified all sensation. And I was like, wow, Edward has no friends. Yeah. <laughs> Edward has family and he has zero no friends. Zero friends. friends. And he's never this happy. It's very sad. You should be able to be this happy without a romantic partner in your life. Yes. Snaps for Olivia. <laughs> I agree, but I kind of felt like, I mean, Edward, no one's ever this happy. That's <laughs> true. It's like a one <laughs> moment of euphoria. It's all you get. Oh, like, it's okay, not like the people in your life open. are feeling this way all the time. They're not. Okay, we, we get more cumulative moments. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Okay, so he like does lots of like kissing her head and like her hand and oh, whatever. Yeah, but now it's running time. So they're running. He's, yeah, he's loving it. No problems. They get to the truck and like Bella's like half dead. <laughs> She's two seconds away from throwing up, which I, even though in Twilight, she tells you how nauseous she is, this like look her like the like sheen of sweat that covers her brow and how green she is it's like why does edward want to kiss her yeah it's not the sexiest moment (laughs) so nasty (laughs) like let her recover let her let her have this be a nice moment for her also yeah but we know she's into it yeah and then we get the kiss it is the most dramatic kiss ever described (laughs) What strange alchemy was this that the touch of lips should be so much more than the touch of fingers? It made no logical sense that simple contact between this specific area of skin should be so much more powerful than anything I'd yet experienced. 
It felt as if a new sun was bursting into being where our mouths met. Oh and my God. whole body was filled to a shatter point with the brilliant light of it. I just had this like image in my head of like two people kissing and then it like explodes in light right from their lips. <laughs> it, wow. It's very dramatic. Yeah. Um, it's his first kiss, okay? And it's been a hundred years and he really, really loves her. He's waited a long time. <laughs> They get through it. She doesn't die. Yeah, she she's overcome. Starts trying to make out with him. He almost Holler. kills her, but doesn't. And he's like, "I got this. I got this." He's feeling confident now. <gasps> oh my god! And then she's like, "Well, are you not affected at all by my presence?" Affected? She'd utterly transformed every part of me. I barely recognized myself. <laughs> I was wow. like, "I'm such a sucker!" Oh my god. <laughs> For the first, this is more of Edward growing and changing. For the yeah. first time in a hundred years, I was grateful to be what I was. Every aspect of being a vampire, all but the danger to her, was suddenly acceptable to me because it was what had let me live long enough to find Bella. Uh, this doesn't totally convince me because I know that he still hates himself for being a vampire, I, but like <laughs> he thinks this for one moment. For one moment. And believes it. It happens. It's gross. Because... <laughs> It's like, look, no, you can't change your circumstances, Edward, but you can shift your thinking about them so that you can enjoy your life more. Yeah, you can. Wow. Excellent. Fantastic. I'm really glad I went through that with you guys. I'm glad I went through it with you guys and our listeners. Listeners, if you're going to reread any part of Midnight Sun, read this chapter. Read this chapter. So far. This chapter so far. Oh my God, slaps best sentence for a sentence we've read a lot of good ones yeah i'm sure there's plenty of bads but i'm gonna go with the one that's staring me in the face right now (laughs) which is when he goes okay the the beginning of it is fine besides friends don't let friends drive drunk i concluded which is like oh my god such a great one (laughs) quoting the ad council slogan it was a dated reference for her she'd been only three when the campaign was launched what the fuck, Stephanie? Like, did you get so scared of your own dated reference that you had to, like, tell us that you know that it's a date? It's a great line. Just stop talking. Stop talking. Stop. <laughs> stop talking. Nobody remembers that Friends Don't Let Friends Drive Drunk was even a campaign, like, right. an ad. Like, it's just, it's it's just, just a, a phrase. Now. Yeah. Just let it be a thing. Which means the campaign was successful. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like, Stephanie, it's also dated for Edward because it was still like 15 years before <laughs> like just because he lived through it doesn't but mean it's not dated like right it's like hard to pick a worst because I enjoyed so much of it there's a lot of good ones I, I don't, I'm gonna have trouble picking a best I think because there's a lot of good um, I have one that I underlined that we didn't read out loud so like I'm gonna pick that as my best perfect <laughs> so He's Edward is talking about how he feels human. The wild current singing through my system, the magnetic pull drawing me forward, the feeling that there might never be a closeness that would be close enough. Like Melissa, that was my best. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good best. Out of the longest passage, the longest that we've read so far, we picked the same best. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I have I have a worst. <laughs> I don't even think it's that bad. I just don't like where it takes my mind. I tried to erase the evidence of my state of mind from my face, but I couldn't seem to remember how to shape my muscles the right way. Then I'm like, do you have oh, muscles? Yeah. I'm like, what? What? Wow, what? I have no what? Idea. Muscles? Did he? Do? What like, did they do, do you have muscles? Wait, but he described how his skin was bent over his, his weird muscles, right? Yeah, yeah, he did say that. I don't understand. If you chop a vampire in half, I have no idea what you're getting in there. <laughs> no fucking clue. <laughs> the cross section, nothing. No idea. Might be all sponge. Are there bones? All I don't know. Sponge. I don't think there are bones. I don't know. How is his face a shape if there's, I don't know. Because it's, it's like. <laughs> it's just sponge in the shape of a face. But it's, it's like really heavy sponge. sponge. Yeah. <laughs> really heavy heavy spots. yeah so it's chiseled <laughs> like dead coral yeah yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Except also liquid can suffuse it. I, I don't get it. Uh, my best is just two pages later. Uh, it's when Bella's like, where are we going? And he's like, you know, we're just going to drive till the pavement ends. And she's like, what's there at the pavement's end? An empty forest, a total lack of witnesses, a monster, quotation marks, a trail. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Because it's like, he's, he's playing it really cool. Like, oh, it, um, it's a trail. But internally, he's like, you're deaf. <laughs> God. <laughs> he actually did play it cool. He, he kept it light one time. He kept it light. Kept it light. I feel like we read we read a lot of my bests. You you read a lot of my worsts already. I, didn't I mean, I, I have to go with one I think that we've already read because it's just really good. If it speaks to your spirit. Affected? She'd utterly transformed every part of me. I barely recognized myself. Why is that? I don't even know why that's good. I don't. I have no idea why that's good. It's just so good. Um, because we... <laughs> All girl, I mean, I, at least I've dreamt of, you know, just affecting someone so much that they grow and become a better person <laughs> just by knowing me and loving me. That's what happened to him. And that is what literally happened to him. So that's why I love it. <laughs> I think there's also the element where, like, Bella doesn't realize just how much he cares. She's I- like, oh, so like, here I am getting all swoony over you and you look fine. And he's like, no. He's like, I'm, I'm in utter torment always. <laughs> Out of love for you. <laughs> like if somebody said that to me, I think I would explode. Explode. <laughs> and I'm not even like really motivated by romance. Like that's like not my sphere. But for some reason in the Twilight Saga's world, I'm like, oh, how romantic. <laughs> Have right, we all gone? We missing? Did we? Did we all do? I didn't. I didn't have a worse, but I'm not gonna pick one. Wow! Look yeah, at that a chapter without a worst. Two wow. chapters. Two chapters. Beautiful. Technically, two whole chapters. Wow! Listeners, thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. Email us with your best sentence from this chapter because it's that good of a chapter. I want to know your best sentence. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah. At twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. If you can't remember one, just remember all those iconic Twilight lines there. Like 50% are in here. It's true. Yeah, they are. If you'd like to support us, check out patreon.com slash Podcast. Thanks to our current patrons, Jillian, Melina, Bridget, Eric, Samantha, Aaron, Josh, Karen, Ed, Bailey, Laura, Kings, Gambit, and Andrea. Woo! We love you. We love you. You can follow us at Twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Instagram and Twilight Phase Podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight Universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Don't do it. Audio editing by me, Olivia Valcarce. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mooring. We'll be back next week. And if you don't like it, you can bite me. Oh, but the week after that, we won't be back. um, Because I'm moving. So we won't be. But we'll be back next week. (laughs) Bye now.